0: We do this thing, explain what not overreaction Tuesday is, Sam, to everybody.
1: So there's 18 weeks in the regular season, right? So if you look at something that happened in just one game and you make a big projection, a big take out of it, somebody's going to say, well, it's only one week. That's an overreaction. You can't just take what happened in one week and say that it has significance beyond just that one game. But I would say to you, maybe not. Oh, right. So in other words, it's a hot take
0: that you think has got longevity, and it isn't necessarily
1: an overreaction. It's actually more honesty. It feels like you know. It feels like an overreaction, but the more you think about it, not so much. All right. Well, let's hear. That's yours. the idea. Of it, I, I know what my. I know what mine is. Let me hear what yours is. So the way things have gone, like seven weeks is not a gigantic sample. We're not even halfway through the season yet, but. You know I think 3 4 weeks as once we get past that once we get past that point past week 3 4 maybe even 5 is when you can start to say it's a sample that we can take something out of it's not insignificant anymore and through 7 weeks in the year the playoff races are a lot more open than I thought they
0: would be what in particular, obviously the Chiefs, we all knew they were going to be good. Right. Okay, so the Eagles, we all knew they were going to be good. So the two teams that were in the Super Bowl last year are maintaining their status. You must be talking about all these other ones.
1: Right? right. It's the gap between those top teams and everybody else is not as as much of a gulf as I thought it would be. Like We know the teams that are going to be in the playoffs. We know the teams that are the Super Bowl contenders, but... I mean Baltimore has played better than I thought they would. You used the word bullish before. I'm going to use that. I'm bullish on the Texans. I'm all in on it. I love what D'Amico what D'Amico Ryan's is doing with this team. It's it's it, it there's a lot to say that it's not going to last, but the way that he's got that team playing with intensity and, you know, enthusiasm to use the word from our coach David Williams, it's at least got a chance to carry him. There's more there's going to be more teams fighting for playoff spots come week 15, 16, 17 than I thought there would have been when we started the year.
0: Okay, so if there was a coach of the year right now in the NFL, it would be. D'Amico Ryan's right. I mean, he's, he's probably got, he, he's got a shot. I, I mean, I mean, like they right, they, uh, right they, now, last game of the season last year, they were playing for the last spot, and you know, like th- to get the first overall pick, right? And a lot of people think that there was like good karma by the fact that they did not just roll over just to try and get the number one pick because they got C.J. Stroud, who right now looks like the best quarterback in that draft
1: but i okay so yeah they scored the touchdown and get the two point conversion to beat indianapolis and cost themselves the number 1 pick but it's looking pretty good right now i would right now i would give it to mike mcdaniel but D'Amico Ryan certainly has has a shot for it. Okay,
0: what's the record? The Dolphins have lost two games. So the Dolphins have lost two and games, two. And-, and what about What's Houston's record? Just for the heck of it, maybe I'm exaggerating. What I think they got they got at least how many? They're three what, and three. Okay, they're three and three. Maybe I thought they were four. I mean, uh, four and three. Uh, so anyway, but based on where they were, it would be like, well, he got the most improved coaching so far this year. I mean, the the team that showed the most improvement. Yeah. All right, so you're. You're saying now you're really surprised uh, that there uh, that there's like they're showing more parity in the league than you thought they would be. Well, not only that, but I think it's going to hold. I agree. I don't think that's an overreaction at all. I I don't I don't think that's, that's why a... we do what we do. All right. So you know, the, your turn. It's been a, a fairy tale career for Brock Purdy.
1: Yes, it has. It, it
0: really has. I mean, like going into that Cleveland game. Like you could find almost zero fault in whatever he did. He he did. we were talking about him for MVP, um, and you know, I, I I I don't necessarily, I you know, so much of his success are all the weapons around him, but at the same time, like when I saw it, the way that he played um, against cleveland where he was 12 of 27 125 yards i was like okay well that that must be an aberration he you know he was better he was 21 of 30 uh for 272 the other day um last night i should say yeah and um you know but he has had three interceptions in these last two games the thing that would concern me the most is like those final those two interceptions he threw uh, at the end of last night's game like almost seemed like they came out of nowhere Sam is like somebody other than Brock Purdy was was back there
1: for the Niners it might be catching up to Brock that and we've known this whole time he doesn't have a cannon arm he's got a finesse arm and when the pass is a little bit off and it doesn't have that zip on it any DB worth his money is going to have a chance to pick it off, and so the, those balls that he throws, if it's not pretty, you're going to have some interceptable passes. And those were those weren't
0: even like those. One were of them just was really way, bad, way, way way off the mark, and who knows? Maybe the receiver ran the uh, the wrong route. I don't know, but all I'm saying is that that did not look like him, and so I'm I'm just trying to say that you know. Things are not going to be rosy through the end of the year at quarterback for the Niners like they had seen up until the last two years, uh, last two weeks. No, it's, it's
1: totally fair. And Kyle Shanahan had a look on his face last night like, I mean, this is the guy that we view as one of the poster children for this new wave of creative NFL offenses. Kyle Shanahan had a look on his face last night like he didn't know what to do to try to turn this around. Now, maybe it was just in the heat of the game, and now he's got. Now, I mean, look, now you got a big one coming up with Zach Gentry. You know, Zach Gentry's Bengals going in there Sunday. So, I mean, this is another one that could easily get away from San Francisco. I, I, I have not lost any trust, big picture, long term, for the season in San Francisco, but that was as vulnerable as we've seen them look in a long time.